<laughs> Ahoy, mateys, it be Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> the to-do list is never-ending. <laughs> Hello. Welcome back to the Drunkards and Dumbasses. I'm your host, Dungeon Master Wes. Back at again with the Boundless Shores. What is this, three weeks in a row? It's a fucking miracle. <laughs> Hey, he's here, and I'm glad he's here because we need his brain cells. We only have seven, so. And I have three. Uh, so, all right. I think because James is recording, he'd be in the leftmost box. Yeah, very good. Very nice. Nice deduction. Uh, followed by Nate. Nope. Yuck. Wrong. Nate no. wasn't first in the call. No. Oh wow! Okay. Top three. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's go. Let's go with our famous duo. We have uh, Owen and Owen and Liam back at it again. Technically, you were halfway there. <laughs> uh, Liam and then Owen. Technically. Well, no, it's because Liam's uh, cam is second, like his uh, dice cam. It's oh. And if you don't want to count that, yeah. you're still wrong. <laughs> oh, well, uh, what, James, you tell me the order, and then you can recap last session, if you're so so smart. Uh, Alright, let me pull this up, because if I put my mouse here for a second, it shows all the names. <laughs> yeah, Liam's Dice Cam, Chris, Owen and Liam, Nate, and V. And then Wes is down here somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. What did we do last session? What did we do last session? Well, we talked to my mom. She was um going about her antics, you know. <laughs> we casted a spell in the dungeon so that we could contact Jeshima, um, Beckett, and Tobin. Tobin using his uh, magic to kind of like create a lead since she's sort of like locked away uh she showed up and rather than us like talking to her in our mind like a lot of our contacting usually goes mm -hmm. uh the circle of not badness the um keep kept her in pretty good because we cast like a reverse circle got some good information an inward facing diagram yeah um got some good information about um Kavalis. Uh, regarding his spire and that it could have some traps in it. Uh, and so then we, I believe we stayed the night, uh, talked to Kay a little bit. He gave us some cool reveals, told us about, uh, what is it, Valmer? Is that right? Volnar. That's what I said. Yeah, somewhere around there. I'm just, some confirming. Volnar. V U. L-N-A-R, yeah. Volnar. Uh, which is an ancient god that's been sealed away even longer than the darkness, but based on our knowledge, probably not older than the darkness, just because the darkness was supposedly like where everything came from. Um, he has his own kind of versions of the heralds, which are called the heretics, being um, these, or, um, Beckett's patron, uh, mm -hmm. well, I guess one of Beckett's patrons, uh, one of many. <laughs> you know, the poison, uh, as well as Solomon and, um, 
Arrowim. I don't know if he told us his name. I just know his name. <laughs> his old, uh, Kay's old buddy. I believe he did. Okay, cool. Um, I can't remember their catchy nicknames, but, um... Uh, Arrowim the Hunter... Ego the Poison. Yeah, I knew that one. And. We all know that one. <laughs> Solomon the Accursed. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so, that god must be powerful because he has three heretics when each of the main gods only have one herald. Um, don't know if that has anything to scale the power, just a thing I noticed. Uh, so, we talked to Kay about that. That was scary. Uh, came up with some theories about why they might need the tier because of that. Um. And then we went to bed, set off to meet up with Safiri. Um, we first stopped by the old um, beat-up Blood Moon Inn uh, to, because we knew the other demigod lurked there and we thought maybe he'd be able to help us. We saw a vision about some old events with Gwen and a person we met, Galathar, in the afterlife. Um... Which then, after going to the bar, there, after a quick glimpse of um, Mr. O, we saw the uh, a key that matched um, Cavallus's tattoo. So we marched on towards the spire, meeting up with um, meeting up with Safiri and his subordinates, causing a little bit of a ruckus, but. Uh, Overall, nothing too bad, and we debriefed with him, and then made our way towards the spire. We unlocked the spire and started by going into the first room, with uh, already into the the riddles. Can't remember exactly what it said above the doorway. Something about going back the way you came, but I'll I'll cover that one yeah. one minor thing. Uh, only one uh, person had a dream. Does Owen remember <laughs> what <laughs> the staff of Arkano said to him? Nope. Well, you guys are dead. Um, so as uh, we. Uh, find the Ade Naul uh, within the the first room of the Spire of Lies. Uh, above the door, written in arcane writing, uh, written in mysteriously in Elvish, of all languages. Uh, no, not all of you can understand. Is there a common language other than common that all of you can understand? No. I know about almost all of them. I mean, I can read Elvish. Yeah, shut up, nerd. <laughs> you know, fuck you, it's in common then. You know, whatever, I was going to do something cool, but it's in common, whatever. It's, this just makes more sense. In small writing, it says, uh... It says, uh... Sorry, I didn't have my notes up. Uh, leave as you entered. That's a huge hit, man. Ground shaking hit. Of course. We're all going to die in here. Does that mean we have to feature? Do you guys think uh, things will spiral all out of control? <laughs> so, so that means if we enter drunk, do we have to leave drunk? Yes. 
Yes. Uh, That's implied. It's most absolutely implied. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Everyone, get out of my yard! <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, we lost sad. Nate. I made him sad. I'm sad now. He's right. not! Well, yay! He's not. Yay! <laughs> okay, so... We're standing in the first room. It says, above the door we came in, leave the way you came. And then there's another door across, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Oh, go ahead. As um, you look into the interior of the first room of the spire, you see a, a doorway opposite you that uh, is staircase that descends down, downward. Um... <clears throat> In the center of the circular room is a small table with three ornate chalices in a triangular uh, formation pointed towards you. Uh, the leftmost cup is a gold chalice with bright red rubies. Uh, the center cup is a wine glass carved from pure diamond. And the right cup is a silver chalice with emeralds and sapphires embedded. Hold on, I need Arcane right... Oh, yep. Are there letters... Pen that shit. The has a P on. Sorry, you gotta, you gotta speak up and not into your hand, because I can't hear you. Bro. You know you're scaring me with brain stuff when you make me grab a pen. I think it... Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck off. I'm, I'm deaf, dumbass. I can't hear you. Okay, Kenny. You think you were born in the darkness? No, something like that. I can't. I can't even remember the quote. I can't even do a do a good Bane impression. Did you say middle one was gold. Can you hear it better? So the the right one is a gold chalice with bright red rubies. The center cup is a wine glass card from pure diamond, and the right cup is a silver chalice with emeralds and sapphires. I'm going to cast attack poison. Are, is there liquid in them? It's a trick. We need to find the wooden one. I assume you approach the table to investigate? Yes. As you uh, approach the the table, you see arcane writing uh, appears on the table. Which glass would a starving beggar drink from? Those who pick wrong must feel the weight of the glutton's coin purse. That sounds horrible. A glutton's coin purse? Oh, no. What was the left one? Uh, the left one is a gold chalice with red rubies. I thought that was the right one. No, that was the left one. The right one is uh, silver with emeralds and sapphires. Maybe I'm dumb and got my rights and left mixed up. I often Maybe. do that. Right gold, center diamond, left silver. Yeah. No, the other way around. Like Shit. <laughs> uh, the lighting is low light. Uh, there's uh, uh, flickering um, red torches on the wall. 
like uh, the fire is like a bright crimson red, giving like the kind of like a. Because they entered, they're they're gonna leave the way they came, bro. Hammered. I'm going to go investigate one of the torches to see if it's an ever burning torch. Um, roll me what you would roll to find that out. Uh, well, the easiest way to do it would be to try to burn something with it, because an ever-burning torch produces no heat. Oh, yeah, go for it. Take the, uh, take the torch out of the sconce, and go ahead and try, uh, charring the table with it. Well, the, the red fires, uh, flicker upon, uh, the surface, but make no scorch marks. What, um... I'll slowly bring my hand towards the flame. Is the... No oh, heat emitted. I'm grabbing these. Anyone else want one? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll take one. I can't see very well in the dark. Um, what's in... It's... Is there liquid in the glasses? And if so, like, uh, is it all the same? Uh, with, uh, Yonatan's detect, uh, detect poison as well as you, uh, going over and looking at the cup, it looks, uh, as if it were water. Okay. Um... And no poison is innately detected. Okay. Innately detected, you say. So, the one that... The, I said what I said. The one that the beggar would drink from is what, what it said? Yes. Um, which glass would a starving beggar drink from? Those who pick wrong must feel the weight of a glutton's coin purse. And there's, it's just the three chalices on the table. It's just the three chalices in a triangle formation towards you. The left gold, center diamond, right silver. They're starving. They're going to go for the one closest to them. I'll walk over towards the diamond in the middle. That's um, one way to look at it. Does anybody else have any other insights? Why would he go for a drink if he's starving? Yeah, that's a good question. I think... Even, I even a drink with the tummy. But that also may be a fair point. Maybe we shouldn't drink from any of them. Did Yonatan's, like, detect poison, like kind of trigger at all three, or just none of them? Said none of them are mine. Uh, none of them innately um, smelled of poison. Okay. Could I roll like a alchemy check for like the smell? Uh, yeah, go for it. I mean, I could do that if you want, but... You could also go ahead and in investigate, yeah. yeah. Okay. Can I do it with my knowledge alchemy instead of my go for it investigation? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Damn. Eleven. Uh, eleven. You uh, begin to smell and investigate. It smells of, of nothing, and it sounds as if, like, just a regular, almost like water. 
It seems to like no additives. It's not wine. It's not ale. Just seems water. Uh, I got, Beckett. I got thirty-four. Thirty-four. Yeah. It seems like water. All of them, or just the one? All of them. Okay, all All of them just appear to be filled uh, with water. I don't know. Um, I like what Beckett said. Uh, why was the starving person want the drink? Maybe we just shouldn't drink any of them and try and see what happens if we proceed. Yeah. What, what, hold on. What would happen if we dump the water out of one of the glasses? Which glass? Are you asking in character or... In character, yes. Um, okay. Which glass would you like to dump? <laughs> That's the question. Dump the diamond. Is there anything else yeah. around the room? See what no, happens. Other than the stairs and the door we came in, and the torches on the wall. Or we pour all three. Nothing magically cup. hidden. Yeah, that that also might be a fair point. I'm thinking um, maybe a somebody starving or, you know, like really in need of food and drink would just drink all three. Yeah. Or all three into the diamond. I activated my eyes. Is there anything like invisible around the room? Um, nothing appears invisible, no. Um, hold on. Checking my notes. No. Nothing appears invisible at this point. Sorry. I, okay, never mind. Go on. I grabbed the gold chalice, pour it into the diamond, I take the uh, sapphire embedded one, I pour it into the diamond. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if this kills me, then uh, please thoroughly dispose of the body. No trace left. Yes, Cheers. Sir. I mean, that's oh, you're dead. He muted up. He's he's <laughs> laughing his ass off, or he's crying. I don't know what's happening. So two Truly things are gonna happen. Two things are gonna happen. So as you pour uh, the gold chalice into the diamond chalice, as you place it, the gold chalice back onto the surface of the table, the water within it begins to refill to its original point. The gold chalice still stays at its at its height. You go ahead and pour the silver one in. It similarly fills back up, and you down the diamond chalice, and your thirst has been quenched. Okay. Another As, get me the decanter. <laughs> uh, did you drink the whole glass or did you just have a sip? I took a good swig, so probably. You took more a good a swig. So probably more than a mouthful. You take a swig and place it back on the table, and then you just see just a little bit fill up to uh, to the place that it was originally poured at. Just tucked itself off. As okay. you feel... What did you feel? Roll me a fortitude check. Alrighty. 
17. You know, you didn't eat as much as you wanted to earlier, so you're a little bit hungry. Other than that, you're feeling alright. So, how do you feel? Well, it's because it wasn't magical enough. Um, and, and does anything seem to happen after he drinks it? Like, just... Nothing seems to I'm happen. Going into, I'm thinking of going back into the hole and pulling out my provisions box. I've got about 15 meals in there. Uh, do you need to eat that right now? or No, no, but I mean, I'm feeling a little snackish. Okay. Be my peckish. Unfortunately, if I open it up, then that means that I need to take out all 15 meals at once, and it'll only reach tomorrow, so I mean, there's going to be a lot of wasted food. Yeah, might as well wait then. What do you say? Okay. Well, if that didn't really seem to do much, should we just, um... Looking around, just kind of only seeing the stairs. Should we proceed? Yeah, sure. But I'm taking the diamond cup with me. Okay. <laughs> In fact, actually, why why worry? Have all three. Uh, leave the gold one where it is. The gold one? Really? Yeah. Well, I mean... Okay. Keep him the diamond and the sapphire-encrusted one. That's fine. The gold one was pointing towards the door, and we were told to exit the way we leave. I just, uh... In case something weird were to happen, I want to make sure there's some sort of pointer. No, uh, the... Diamond, the well, diamond one was facing towards you. Then I'll you. put the, the gold one where the diamond one was. Oh, okay. Just kind of like, you know, that end of the table that was facing the door. Yeah, and, uh, you all... Make towards the stairs. Yeah. Right. Uh, what's I'm the marching order? Checking for traps. Uh, I'm in front and checking for traps. Next. Um, I'll go next. I don't... I'll probably be in the middle. I'll be next. Yeah. Uh, yeah, confidently. Uh, but cautiously, you make your way towards the... It's not even a doorway, it's just a... It's a spiraling staircase. As, Yonatan, you're in the zone, you're looking around for traps, you're looking at all the corners, you're looking at the steps, you're looking at any inconsistencies, and... <laughs> something smacks... Like, you smack into something as you stumble back, as you feel... Two more uh, curious, unknowing bodies smack into you as uh, behind Tobin walks into you, walking into nothing. So you guys bonk on each other as something seems to be blocking the staircase. Well, uh, Question, the thing that we blocked into, is it invisible? It, it's not invisible. The solid? It is solid. Okay. Uh, the only reason why I'm saying that is because when my eyes are activated, it's called See the Unseen. I can see anything invisible for 24 hours. Uh, would you... Alright, so you probably would have seen the wall of force that is blocking your exit, blocking your descent. 
sorry, belay that. I I was no, like, it's not technically it. invisible, but going back, you probably would have seen that. But fuck it, I think it's funnier that you guys yeah, stumble exactly. into each other. Um, uh, wall of force. Yeah, I'm gonna touch the not wall. <laughs> it just uh, just acts like a wall. It just acts like a solid plain wall. It almost feels cold to the touch. Right. Um. I don't. Since think we... I'm the only one. Oh, since I'm the only one that interacted with the puzzle, maybe it'll have a different effect on me. Be my guess. I proceed to the front and try to put my hand through it. Your hand falls right through as if nothing were there. We all have to take a drink Whoa. from the chalice. That's lovely. So, I guess I need to bring these back upstairs, huh? As you, uh, if you pass, if you, your whole body would pass through uh, the wall of force, then you would notice that the uh, cups would f almost fall like ashes out of your hands and reappear in the same order back on the table. Oh, dick move! <laughs> so, you can't keep the chalices, but you can proceed, so... Okay, and I you're drank sure you're feeling okay. from the diamond cut one. I mean... I feel as though I should be more skeptical. But you That's feel... about it. Okay. Well, um... just as a reminder, though, if you want to do it the exact same way, I took the uh, diamond chalice, I poured the gold chalice in, <coughs> then I poured the uh, sapphire and ruby chalice in, then I took a good gulp. All right. Uh... Dare I say a quaff? Okay. We're gonna go back up and, uh... I'll... I'll wait down here. I'll do what he did. And put him back and let other people do it if they want to. Um... I'm repeating the technique. You drink from the chalice and your thirst is quenched. As you try to pass through the wall, you successfully pass through as the rest of you follow suit and carry on in the marching order that you originally said. Nate, uh, what are you rolling for me? find traps. Oh, um... I'm going to roll, uh... I'm gonna roll search. It is search anyways. I just say things and I'm just gonna let the rules lawyers be like, this is what you're supposed to do. And I'm like, cool, do that. Uh, nat 20 for a total of 41. Dice cam. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. As you are, uh, scouring the, uh, the staircase, you see almost, it's, it's razor thin. It's almost like you see a dust speck out of place you notice a small string that's thrown just in between the third and the fourth staircase that would, to the normal eye, be unseen. But to you, 
uh, with with your knowledge of, of, of traps and and being able to get around, you notice the string and and is able to notify everyone to skip the step. How tall is Beckett? Me? Yeah. Shit. Um, can you walk down uh, two stairs? I don't think you can. Yeah. Call me a, uh, I'm 5'11", you piece of shit. Oh, never mind. I it's thought you were taller than, than that. <laughs> I don't think you're 5'11". You're short as fuck. In real life, yeah, sure. But... No, I, yeah, I'm talking about in real life. <laughs> can you That's walk down I'm two stairs? That's why I make them tall, because I'm short as fuck. Oh, all right. If, if they're 5'11", then that's fine, I guess. You're able to skip a stair. I was going to make fun of you because you're short. That's fine. Man, I know where you live. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? I can't believe you haven't heard the song Tilsonburg by Stompin' Tom Connors. Leave me alone, okay? It's What's wrong, wrong with you? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't go the way you wanted it to. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, successfully passing puzzle one and trap one, you all descend your way down the first staircase. As you feel the uh, temperature begin to drop a little bit. As, As we pass through the wall, know in a few hours we will also have to pass water. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I hate about that? Do you know what I hate about that, Chris? True. You want to know what I hate about that? <laughs> as you're descending down this chamber, uh, as you see the smooth, uh, dark stone brick walls turn to a much more dark, jagged, almost cave-like walls, as it as uh, it curves down. And the chamber opens up into almost like a small cave room. The floor, filled with about uh, two feet of water. <laughs> you, fucking, you pass. You pass through the wall. Now you gotta pass through water. Not quite the pass water I was expecting, but I'll take it all the same. <laughs> As, um... Only lit now by your uh, ever-burning uh, torches. See, the, uh, the sleek, dark stone uh, walls. As you, uh, you're taking in the surroundings around you, you see across this uh, small cave uh, cavern... Uh, across you see a door uh, with with an indent, almost kind of takes the shape of a of a of a gem. As uh, you notice, you're first on the room. You can see in the dark. Roll me a spot check. Yep. Uh, just so you know, I cha I transform into a little taller of a person because the stupid water is making my head a foot and four inches above. <laughs> Only three foot four. <laughs> um, I'm going to use my inspiration point to re-roll. 
okay, that's much better. All right, I got 26. Uh, as you step into this cavern, you hear the flutter of wings above as you look up to the top of the cavern and see a small uh, glowing aquamarine gem in the ceiling surrounded by uh, six or seven large dire bats with, with crimson red eyes. As you all make your way and wade into these, uh, this water-filled cavern, the gem above you with the dire bats and uh, the door uh, opposite the door you entered. Anyone want to fuck with some bats by casting silence? <laughs> that might not be a bad way to retrieve the stone. Or you can let the druid turn into a fucking dire bat. Yeah, yeah but works you'd too. be very outnumbered, and if you can get up there silently, no matter what you transform into, you probably have better luck taking the the stone. I mean, I'm just putting it out there. It's an option. Oh yeah, they're bats. I Take five, boys. Take five. <laughs> Why are we taking five? I need five. Okay. So as the water uh, kind of clings around uh, every all of your probably mid-shins to like upper thigh, kind of varying in that height, about two feet. Not thigh, but mid-knee, knee height, somewhere around there, I think. Mm -hmm. As uh, <laughs> knees turns into something taller. <laughs> I think that's just the funniest detail. Um, as how I do you all... <laughs> Wow. Does your uh, clothes morph with you? Please say no. We agreed it did. Okay, bet. Damn it. <laughs> okay. Why are it's you talking like on, on a mirror? I'm just Why are you talking on, on your thing? And the, are you are you using your mic as the talking thing, and then using his camera as the viewing thing? I like it. <laughs> Makes it where you can hear us better. That is fantastic. I really like that. You guys are so smart. Okay. So. Uh. Yeah. Uh, how do you all uh, proceed as the water clings around your your shins? It feels very cold. Okay. So as to not disturb the bats, I assume we've been relayed to by Yonatan, or at least have all seen the gemstone in the door socket at this point. Um, yes. So what's kind of like whispery just to not disturb the bats. Uh, what's the plan? I can get up there. Can you do it without um, making these dire bats want to eat us? Give me three minutes, I could probably do it. Alright. 
first things first, I'm going to cast a personal weapon enchantment on uh, onto my weapon, or my uh, uh, harpoon, and I'm going to make it flying again. Okay, see where you're going. Ah, uh, the Nova Scotian witch. I love it. <laughs> and so, that's the plan to get up there. What's the plan to not make the bats want to eat us? I reach into my wand bracer, flick out the bronze wood, and I try to use my uh, spell storing infusion to make it a one charge wand. What would that entail? Well, I plan on turning it into a one-charge wand of silence. Hmm. Um, is there any rolls I should ask you to make uh, use magic in device. creating this? Go ahead and roll huge use magic device. I would say you're you're pretty apt apt in your craft. I would probably put it at a DC sixteen. Uh, let's see. Especially for a one one uh, one use charge rod, I I feel like sixteen's uh, manageable. Uh, the DC is uh, twenty plus spell level times three, so <laughs> in this case it would actually be twenty six because it appears on the cleric spell list as a second level spell. Huh. All right. Well, twenty six it is. They do not make uh, free magics easy or free. No. So, use magic device. Come on. Uh, that is a 17 plus... Okay, so that's 31. Yeah. All right. And now I just need to uh, do another use magic device check on it in order to uh, to activate the wand. Alright! Is that an easier DC? <laughs> uh, flat 20. Okay. Alright! And that's a 24. Yeah! Yay! So... I cast the uh, wand of or the wand of silence onto my harpoon. So as you do that, I'm gonna kind of be like, "So what exactly is your plan and character?" And then like realizing that, like, oh, because I know it emanates around you. So realizing that I can't hear myself, I go, "Oh," but more like, "So what is your plan?" Yeah, I love it, dude. That is awesome. Dude, you know, there's so many clips during our campaign that I'm like, dude, this would be awesome to have animated. Oh, I know. I this would just be time. a funny-ass moment. I wish we could do our own, like, Fox Machina. Dude, that would be incredible. Kickstarter in the... No, I'm kidding. Anyway. Um, anyways, as... The harpoon of silent Nova Scotian witches. <laughs> I hop uh, hop aboard it and rise up through the air until I can reach the sapphire. So, 
Uh, you begin to ascend into the air. Uh, the bats start <laughs> fluttering their wings violently and almost begin to smack into you like moths on a lamp. But they're so disoriented that they can't see you or comprehend what or where you are is that they're smacking into you, falling a little bit, flying back up, trying to smack into you, smacking into each other uh, as you see two of them collide full speed into each other and like tail, tail kite spin and descend into the water. So you see their bat forms floating up unconscious in the in the water, as you go uh, go ahead and attempt to grab the jewel, and you grasp it and take it from its resting place, I need you to roll me a reflex save. I'm also oh while he's riding up there and these bats are doing that, I want to whisper, guys, we should probably get over to that door, and then start kind of sneaking over there. And just for context, it's a twenty uh, foot radius from the uh, harpoon, so 40-foot diameter. So, so depending on how big this room is, it yeah, literally might be silencing the whole uh, It might just be keeping you all silent, because I'm pretty sure it's a 40-foot ceiling. Oh. <laughs> all right, then. Uh, then okay. I'm going to gesture them. Come on, guys. <laughs> and, then we're gonna, and then I'm going to start heading towards the door. That is a 12. <laughs> Alter fortune as a reaction. I don't think you're aware enough of what's happening to him to do that. I think uh, I think maybe in this context I will allow it because he's as much as he's you signaled to motion towards the door. You all are watching him in, in anticipation to uh, retrieve the key, and so in seeing that uh, as Alistair begins to go and grasp the the gemstone it almost uh like almost like a uh, like an ice cube slips right out of his hand as he goes to try and reach for it in that instantaneous moment uh Yonatan reaches out to his powers of uh of nature and and the power of Varus and attempts to uh give him the the momentum and the focus to uh grasp the uh the gemstone once more. Can you give me one more reflex save? Uh, 19. So, positionally, um, the, the, the space in the door, there's a, a small, almost staircase slope up towards the door, which is enough space for one person, so Tobin leading the charge stays out of the water. But, uh, Yonatan, Orgolan, Knees, and Beckett, all still sitting within the watch water, watching in anticipation as, as the jewel slips out of his hand as he begins to stumble for it. Uh, Amrath muttering, or Amrath, Yonatan muttering words of uh, 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 Druidic as he stumbles and reaches out, and in the moment he grabs the gem, 
as it slips from his hand and descends. The only person who has the reaction speed to might be able to catch this is Orgolan. I need Orgolan to roll me a reflex save as he's the only person close enough and fast enough to have that reaction. Oh. Oh, come on. Maybe, and I'm please. only giving this... I wouldn't give this roll otherwise, but just because situationally, Orgolan is closest. Oh, dear God. Give me that dice cam, baby. We need that dice cam. This is a dramatic reveal. We need that dice cam, Liam. Eighteen. I rolled pretty shit. No! I rolled a nine. Oh, boy. Um, how long does silence last? Uh, minutes. Uh, about how many? Three minutes. Three minutes. Um, in this only case, it's only been about thousand. thirty seconds of time passing, so you have two minutes and thirty seconds of silence remaining. As uh, Orgolan reaching towards a gem, literally grabbing it as he feels the icy cold touch, almost like touching an icicle. <laughs> you don't have another alter fortune, right, Yonatan? I do. You do? Do you want to alter his fortune? Because you see him starting to fumble. Why not? Three. Why not? I'll go for it. Cast it again. As he clutches towards it, uh, similarly to uh, Alistair, the second catch... A, he grabs it and it slips right out of his hand, almost like he, you know, he looks confused for a moment. You have one more chance to roll a reflex, Mister Orgolan. One dice more chance. Camp, dice camp. Dice camp. Yeah, dice camp. Don't, Don't roll, roll it yet. Don't dice camp. That. Don't roll it yet. Do not understand dice camp. I can't see properly. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, uh, natural 17. Let's go. Let's go. That's a 28. 28. And just at the last second, you duck forward as the back of your hand touches the freezing water. You see there's even like a few water droplets still on your palm as you catch the gemstone as those water droplets instantly freeze. <laughs> as you catch the gem at the last moment just millimeters above the water as the bat still wildly uh, like moth to a lamp smacking into Alistair as he's attempting to fly his way down uh, just roll me just a general uh, fortitude check to not be knocked off of your uh uh, harpoon. All Just right. from the mass weights of multiple uh, uh, thingies flying 16. at you. 16. Yeah, you're fine. You maintain strength. One kind of knocks you off and you kind of hang for a moment. 
catch yourself, and as you descend your way back down to the down to the uh, the floor of the caves uh, cave, the the dire bats still smacking into each other and colliding all over the place and smacking into the walls and unaware of of the events that just took place. That was too close for comfort. You said lip syncing yeah, right. in silence. <sighs> I'm just going to wait here because I can't really communicate with everybody. Um, in probably the longest awkward silence you guys have ever stood in, the enchantment fades as uh, you all are free to speak with each other again. <laughs> Noticing, like, coughing or something and realizing that the, the sound's back on. Guys, come on, let's get out of here. <laughs> uh, great, I think you're your grating voices again. <laughs> We're rolling. Get, get the stone over here. Need to get Everything he did here. We need to get that stone away from the water. Like, let's get it through the doorway, please. I I start to quickly go up the door. Uh, do you hand it to another person, or do you just put it directly into the door? No, I walk to the door. All right, you walk to the door, pushing past uh, Tobin, and you place the gemstone within the door. As you see, uh, uh, within within the the dark of the cavern, you didn't normally see them, but there are small grooves in the doors that uh, line towards the hinges as they glow in a brilliant blue light. As you put the stone in, you hear a of a lock. There you go. Me forgetting how to do voices. Of a lock, uh, flick as you jiggle the doorknob and open it as you see the second descending staircase. Uh, your invisible eyes, is that a one time use or how long does that last? Just it lasts uh, 24 uh, out of hours and I can activate it as many times as I want. Fan fucking tap. Fantastic. Uh, who's leading? Who's leading the charge? I guess I will since I'm in front. I'll go behind him because I was there. I'll go third. I guess I'll go next as torchbearer. <clears throat> I believe I have a torch too. I think I got one off you. I'll be checking for traps as well. Uh, can you roll me a search check? Absolutely. We're no longer in the water, correct? We are no longer in the water. Okay, I revert back to my normal form. Dope. So that's what it was like up there. Uh, <laughs> search? Yep. 21. 21. You sense that there's a trap nearby, but you cannot place where. But uh, knees, 
with your invisible eyes, you do uh, see um, uh, a small arcane sigil, almost like writing on the walls uh, that that is hidden within invisibility that you can't quite comprehend as you immediately look at it. Knees. Huh? Sorry. There's. Yeah, Jonathan, you relay that information. Yeah. Um. Basically, there's magic sigils on either side of the wall, Wes. Just one sigil. There is an arcane sigil uh, on the the left flank of the staircase, about midway down. Okay. okay. Uh, that's hidden within invisibility that you can't immediately decipher what it says. Okay. Um. And Yonatan faintly smells a trap but cannot identify from where. Okay. Yeah, me and Orgolan don't know that though. We're just walking. And also, yeah, the the first two uh, have not noticed anything yet as they're walking by. Uh, Toba uh, or Golan's probably nearing the sigil now. Or Golan stops. Military stop. <laughs> what the fuck was that sound? G. I'm hitting the brakes, bro. <laughs> Cartoon slamming on the brakes. <laughs> Tune physics. I see something up ahead, but I can't quite make out what it says. That's where you should trap. Uh, time, chime in with the trap thing, Yonatan. Yeah. Um. I. I think I. I smell a trap, but I'm not sure where it is. Okay. Um. What what kind of symbol do you see? Uh, it's some arcane rune, but I can't quite make it out. Can you draw it? Maybe somebody else can make it out if we can't see it. I might be able to figure out what it is. I've been doing a lot of reading. I don't know if it'll... What? That's I'm gonna bring out um, uh, my paper and uh, charcoal. I'm gonna bring out my piece of a piece of paper and charcoal. And I just take out my notebook yeah, and my ink pen and just make it. Uh, Right, exactly what I see. Can I do? Can, I, can somebody do a knowledge arcana on it? I can. I'll take I, knowledge arcana, decipher script, or um. I wanna. I, I wanna use my knowledge arcana. I haven't got really to use it yet, and I've been reading and got it as like a class. I can do history or religion. Um, that won't apply. Either of those? No, that would apply. Planes? Spellcraft? Uh, spellcraft I'll take. 
Yeah, let's go. I rolled a Knowledge Arcana, it was a 23. I got a 26 for Knowledge Arcana. 23, 26? Show off. I got a 24. <laughs> you already couldn't read it. <laughs> um, you want Arcana well, and... I, I said I couldn't make it out because Wes said I couldn't make it out. I, wasn't, I interpreted that as like it was too far for me to actually see it properly. And 35 no, you... on Spellcraft. Um... So, I'm going to give two <clears throat> different answers. Nobody gave me Decipher Script, right? Mm, I could roll Decipher Script. Would you like to and, and void your other rolls and then let the 26 go through for the Knowledge Arcana? Yeah, I'll roll for that. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. It stayed on the side for a 16 and then went to a 3, so I you rolled have, a 7. You have a uh, inspiration point. Use it. Right, I do. <laughs> Not much better. Uh, Any 11. I didn't see the dice cam. Reroll that. <laughs> wow, I cannot roll today. What is with me? Wow, guess what? I rolled an 8 now. How about Owen and his fucking horseshoe fucking ass? Here, let's, let me try the other let new set I have. That. He knows what's up. Oh, the new set. Or not necessarily new, okay, okay. unopened. You hope the dice cam. Maybe the dice cam needs to be active. <laughs> Maybe yeah. dice cam needs to be active. Alright, I'm gonna um, big screen the dice cam. You get it. Hell yeah. All the pressure. All the that pressure right the now. Jail. <laughs> Come on, Liam, don't fuck it up. Alright, here we go. Four. Nope, no. not any better. What is Let's it? try the other die again. <laughs> Fourteen. There we go. <laughs> okay, that's a fourteen. Okay, it's kind of fourteen. Okay, so we have fourteen well, for script. Well, Twenty-six altogether. Oh, sorry. Yeah, eighteen altogether. Eighteen on script. That was one. Uh, we have twenty-six on knowledge arcana, and what did we get on spellcraft? Uh, twenty. Sorry. Uh, twenty-four. I had a. 32 on Knowledge Arcana and 35 on, uh, on Spell. Oh, my God, he's a curse. I still. So, uh, I, uh, what rule, what, how, how, how do you guys want me to give this information to you? Okay. What rules should we start with? Let's start in alphabetical order. So, decipher script first. Uh, decipher are we script. actually keeping the 18 for decipher script, or are we going with my original yeah, role? No, we're going with 18. This is supposed okay. to be big. Okay. I'll make sure to edit everything out once I get a chance. <laughs> nah, keep it. <laughs> nah. Let him know how cool of a DM I am. Uh, I think decipher... Let's, let's go for the other ones. Let's leave uh, decipher script for the end, because okay. that's actually the funniest. What's okay. next in line? Knowledge Arcana, probably. Knowledge yep. Arcana. So there is a very powerful spell locked behind this sigil. Oh, fun. Is that the most we can tell about it? Um, it's uh, evocation in nature. And it's uh, it's elemental. So it, you, you have a feeling that it has something to do with fire. 
Okay. Oh. What's the next uh, one? Uh, uh, that would be Spellcraft at 35. Spellcraft. So I'm going to give you two answers that also Yonatan's uh, investigation would also give him an answer to. Um, you, uh, with Spellcraft, your knowledge of uh, crafting uh, arcane instruments, um, you smell a faint bit of gunpowder as does uh, Yonatan smelling out, not able to place where it is, but you able to place where it is, you seeing the arcane sigil and uh, seeing the, the gunpowder residue behind it. Uh, you also recognizing that there is, this is a very powerful spell. Uh, probably also just the same information I would have given James. All right. Decipher script. <laughs> who who did the decipher script again? Uh, are you reading off the page or the sigil? Whatever I can see better. Probably the page. The page is in your hand, so I would assume it's the page. As you as you read and decipher the runes, you see the word. Mm. Boom! I was gonna say that jokingly. <laughs> That's funny. Any ideas, guys? <laughs> so very explosive. Uh, I yeah. have an idea. Oh god. Ed, what's your idea? Please say it before executing it. Um. Well, I mean, I could try dispelling it. Uh, yeah, if you have a spell for that. That's a good idea. Yep. Uh, also, why don't we all just take a nice 60-foot jaunt this way in case you uh, you aren't so successful with that and it goes off instead. I like that idea. <laughs> uh, good luck, Yonatan. Pat him on the shoulder. As <laughs> 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 Every member of the app leave Yonatan to deal with the sigil were, on his fucking lonesome. I will stay with Yonatan for a minute. Well, he says that, like, the 60-foot step back, we all just, like, um, in, like together, like, in synchronized, take a start stepping back, or, like, creeping up the stairs, like, <laughs> sneaking away. Like, Alistair, you don't happen to have, like, a flash shield in that hole of yours, do you? <laughs> <laughs> As everyone pulls back from uh, their positions, the 60 feet back, I look over to Yonatan. I won't tell anyone if you summon a monkey to go and set off the trap. <laughs> and we just all go back this way. Yonatan, he just uh, suggested sacrificing uh, a living... Organism, a special being in the eyes of Vera, something that you take very sacred. Oh my god! As a passing joke, to try and trigger what you assume is probably a bomb. How do you oh, react? Uh, oh, uh, this is made in a bomb factory. They're bombs. Uh, yeah, no, that. I refuse to do that. That goes okay. against my very druid order. All right. 
Sorry, if... I didn't know about the nature of your order and the nature of your sects. If but I'm going back six... That That's totally fine. Just let me do my thing, and if I blow up, I blow up. I'm just gonna kind of like put my ear to the like the staircase, just listening for any sounds of signs of. Okay, um, I am going to go. Um, what's the farthest distance I can be from the sigil while still seeing it? Um, twenty-five feet. No, 20 feet. A little bit less. 20 feet. Okay. Um, I'm going to try... I'm going to try firing an arrow, like, not... Not shooting the sigil, but, like, shooting, like, across from the sigil to see if it's motion activated. Sir, that is not dispel magic. <laughs> I... I know, I just, I don't want to use my 4th level spell slots. It's a roll level. a, roll attack. Just roll an attack. <clears throat> um, I have two attacks, so would I just firing one arrow be one roll? Yeah, just one roll. At your max, uh, max bonus. Uh, uh, 19. 19. You shoot the arrow and it poing pa past and clinks into the wall and stumbles as you think down a few stairs because it doesn't seem to be motion activated. I'm assuming Yonit I've told Yonatan where it is considering it is invisible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Dispel Magic's a 20-foot burst anyway, so as long as he aims in that general area, he should be okay. Um, I'm going to cast uh, Produce Flame and throw it across where I shot the arrow. Buddy, <laughs> what is happening? Thank <laughs> God. Spell it, please. Mm, I don't think that would uh, uh, that would work as you throw the uh, create flame as it kind of clinks against the wall and fizzles out. Fuck it, I'm gonna dispel it. I'm gonna try and dispel it now. Uh, could you walk me through what uh, Dispelling Magic is like? Uh, could you tell me what that spell is? I can read it to you. I have it open right now. If you want. Okay. Unless you wanted like an in-character explanation of like what he's doing. Uh, I would love both, but let me know what it's like rules-wise. Okay, yeah. So you can dispel uh, it. And then, and then he can dispel it any way he chooses. Okay, so you can use Dispel Magic to end ongoing spells that have been cast on a creature or object. 
to temporarily suppress the magic abilities of a magic item, to end ongoing spells or their effects within an area, or to counter another spellcaster's spell. A dispelled spell ends as if its duration has expired. Some spells, as detailed in their descriptions, can't be defeated by dispel magic. Dispel magic can dispel, but not counter spell-like effects, just as it does with spells. Okay, so there's no rule involved that would just dispel... Uh, yep. It's just, if he, he casts the spell, instantaneous duration, it's a 20-foot radius burst of dispel magic. Yeah, and uh, as he dispels the uh, the spell, the, the arcane lettering seems to fall off the wall like ash and disappear. There is a caster level check involved. Uh... Where's it? Sorry, walk us through that. Yeah, I don't see that. Okay. So, you need to. In this case, we're going to assume that it's a targeted dispel. Targeting the location of the rune? I guess. Yep. Alright, you make a dispel check 1d20 plus your caster level to a maximum of plus 10 against the spell or against each ongoing spell currently in effect on the object or creature. The DC for this spell is 11 plus the spell's caster level. And if you succeed on this particular check, that means the spell is dispelled. Oh, that's not if you bad. fail, it remains in effect. So whatever the caster level is, it's plus 11. Okay. And he needs to roll or make an opposed roll of his caster level. I believe it's 9 plus 1d20. Yeah. So I need to roll as well. No, no. Yours is nope. Just a set nope. DC. You just need oh. to know what the level of what oh, your okay. caster of the spell. So, for example, if it was a lightning bolt trap, you would pretty much be going by the number of d uh, of uh, d sixes of damage that it would cause. So, whatever the caster level is of the spell, that plus eleven is the DC that he needs to beat. Okay. Awesome. That's great. So that gives me an actual number to give as a DC. That's awesome. And since we are we're level, what, 10 and he's got 9 levels that actually count towards Druid, so... Yep. Yeah, so 9 plus 10. Or 9 plus whatever you roll. 9 plus 1d20. Yeah. It might be less than that because of his levels in Nature's Warrior. No, that counts towards no, Druid. No, that counts towards Druid uh, spellcasting level. Right. But I thought it was every two levels, though, in Nature's Warrior. I yeah, I have seven levels in Druid and then two in Nature's Warrior. So eight, then. So that means you're technically a level eight. So one okay. 20 plus eight. Just roll so it I need... Uh, you need a 13 and above. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Dude, I need to roll a 13. Oh, man, I'm, gonna, 13 I'm gonna. I'm gonna. No. You need a 13. You need to roll a 13 and above. Roll. Oh mm. dear God. Crazy. The DC ah. is 21. Alter fortune. Please, for the Where's love of fuck. Oh my God! I got 13 on the dot. <laughs> Oh, let's go! I rolled a nat one on my first. 
<laughs> oh, that's hype, dude. Honestly, I like I love like that sometimes when it's like a, a when it's a big deal roll. I, I give you like what you need to roll and above, like the Brendan Lee Mulligan style. Yeah, I think that was the, you need. It's like it was a twenty-one. You have a plus nine bonus. You need a thirteen and above. I got it on the dot. Let's fucking go, dude. With thirteen on the dot, I can't even remember what we're rolling for. I can't, I'm just too hyped about dispelling the rune, dispelling the runes as it melts off the wall like ash. You and no longer get the you no longer get the the sense that there's a trap nearby, as you feel as though you've successfully disarmed this delayed fireball at level ten. Oh my god. <laughs> so that would have been 10d6 to the face if that went off. Do you guys want to know the trigger? Do you know what's the worst part yeah, of that? The, uh, the, way I, the way I love that you solved that trap was immaculate. Do you want to know what the trigger was? Reading it off the wall? Reading the fucking rune. If you read the yeah. rune, it would have exploded. I thought so. That's why as soon as you said if he read it off the book or the wall, I was like, please say book, please say book. I thought you were going to make his book catch fire <laughs> by reading the rune. <laughs> and with that, trap number two has been solved. We're going to go on break for now as we to the third room. Alright. As, uh... Cautiously keeping your eye out for more traps, you all descend down the second staircase. As you pass into a uh, a square room, as you guys, uh, let's say, uh, just for the purposes of, you know, understanding directions, you guys pass through the self southern room, as this, as the. Uh, The staircase descends into the square room. The wall directly opposite you, the northern wall, has nothing on it. I'm just talking to the walls, and then I'll talk about what's in the room, just, just so we're clear. Um, the eastern wall has a large uh, stone face that has been carved uh, almost like... I want to say into it, but it's protruding out of the wall. If you understand my meaning. Mm -hmm. I'm getting flashbacks of uh, the Tomb of Horrors. And it's... Uh, it's it's very... Uh, it, uh, I kind of base it off of that, but it's not the same trap. Um, <laughs> I thought about using the Tomb of Horrors, but I was like, Chris has probably played it. I'm not going to use those. Sorry. <laughs> uh, on the western wall is uh, each of the, the texts so far that you've seen within the dungeon has been the same uh, uh, glowing red arcane small almost about maybe like uh, uh, two inches tall writing on the western wall reads in common and it's almost painted onto the walls uh, much larger than the text that you're normally used to. It says the words, show me wealth. As in the, uh, so facing the northern wall, you have the uh, northeast and northwest corners. 
those are filled uh the corners are filled with gold platinum and rare cut gemstones the southeastern wall uh uh has uh is filled with fine cloths linens and rare silks and the uh southwestern uh corner is filled with uh, barrels of expensive aged liquors, rare spices, and food only kept in the royal homestead. Um, do I remember uh, what the king's face looks like that we ran, um, that we rescued? Uh, Killian's. This is this does not reflect Killian's face. No, like I, I want to, sh I want to show the face royalty. The face of royalty. How? The oh well. Yeah, it, the the word the, the, the words on the words on the wall on the uh, western facing wall says, "Show me wealth." Can I hastily write down wealth on a piece of paper and show it to the? <laughs> and double pull. Um, as you hastily write down the word haste and show it towards the face. Wealth. Mm, nothing happens. I wanted to write down wealth, not haste. Yeah. <laughs> Did I say the word haste? Yeah, you said hastily yes. write haste. Yes, he wanted to quickly <laughs> write the word wealth onto a piece of paper and show him the word wealth. It makes you feel uh, better. I heard wealth, but I'm dyslexic. So no, he definitely said haste. Uh, but, well, um, I think I'm also dyslexic at this point. V. I... Welcome to the club. Okay. Um, show or I'm just that. stupid. As you write well on the page, you show towards the stone face. Okay, let's um nothing happens. Can we in can I investigate the four corners and just see if there's anything like not as obvious like you gave us a general description but just like see what other if there's anything maybe I don't know about out of place but just like what other like I guess more specific stuff like obviously there's treasures and then I don't know. You know do you know what I mean like just what what kind of stuff Um is there is there anything above, um, like designer clothes, piles of money, and caviar? Is what I'm placing in front of you. Is is there's plenty of expensive, wealthy items within these four corners? I I don't know. Like I could describe a, a few more things, but the. The point remains is there is much wealth within this cavern. This this may be a little weird, but can I roll for architecture on the face? See, just like 
I don't know how to word this. Would there be anything you're looking for in particular in rolling architecture? It's like, I I don't know if I would just allow a roll without knees in character investigating something in particular. Is there anything that would might catch your eye as a designer and architecture? For me, for me, for me, um... When I say for me, I mean as knees. But yes. um, the way I see it, wealth, these physical possessions don't matter to me. My version of wealth is the wealth of knowledge, and I want to state the statue back and show how much knowledge I have. Deb, I um, also a fair note that maybe this doesn't necessarily like obviously there's all sorts of wealth that this statue already has maybe we have to offer it something that's like of value to us like something that uh you know like how you said like knowledge is wealth to you you know like your stuff like I, something of value to us i was thinking of like trying to see if i'd recognize the statue and or person but, and uh, look into the history to see if I can, like, determine what wealth is to that individual. Yonatan, roll me a d20. Okay. Let me know if it's above 10. It is not above 10. Understood. Continue, Beckett. Sorry. That, that was done. That was... I'll speech. <laughs> uh, what's your intelligence? Does that place it above a 10? That does place it above a 10, yes. You've seen this face before. Can I see if I've seen this face before? You have not seen this face before. The only person I would reasonably think has seen this face before is Jonathan. Okay. Um, uh, you may take that as you will. Uh, what is your exact role uh, with your uh, intelligence modifier? 11. You've seen this face before. I will leave you with that. And you have only seen this face before. Alistair's just gone over to the corner with all the coins and just shoveling it inside of the enveloping pit. <laughs> Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, I'll give you 10,000 gold. Wow. <laughs> um, and if the rest of you would like to shove some gold in your pockets, you can each take up to 10,000 gold. I I stay back because I am cautious about the door saying, leave as you came. Yeah, I'm gonna not take any. Tobin wants to, but he doesn't know what kind of stuff's going on in here, and he's not going to. Alright, who's taking gold? Yo. Alistair. Or Golan said he's taking gold. No takesy-backsies. I'm not gonna take any gold. I want the gold real bad, but I'm not taking no gold. <laughs> Dead men tell no tales, brother. <laughs> um, I'm gonna present uh my 
a f ironwood bomb in front of the statue and see what happens. Of the room unchanged. Quick lore question, just because I want to make sure that I'm understanding this correctly. Yeah, I love lore questions. Kavalas. Yes. He's somewhat related to Shishima, not the poison, correct? Yeah. Um, so... Jeshima's brother. Jeshima's brother mm -hmm. would technically be... The poison's uncle. Really? Damn, bro, your family's weird as fuck. Okay. <laughs> he. Okay. Um. That, I mean, I'm gonna explain his powerfulness, child of a devil. No, wait. Other way around. Uh, he would be. Uh, um. Poison to Cavallis. They would be cousins. Okay. Um, kind of half siblings, cousins. Hold on. Okay. Uh, give me. Hold on. Pause the episode. I actually just need to draw this out. My brain hurt. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm expecting the now. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, we we've come up there technically half siblings, but also technically first cousins twice removed. They're fucking gods, man. I don't understand. I hey, made dude, this lore, and I don't you know understand what, it. Not talk, it. It's not that bad. Let's look at like the relations between all the Greek gods. <laughs> Literally, it's not. That's not. And uh, so. V, I don't understand what the context of your question was. I hope you remember it. I do. Um, they are cousins twice removed, but also technically half siblings. Mm -hmm. I am thinking about family wealth. So I was Be Beckett's remembering what Jeshima said to um, the group about. Well, not to the group, but like to Tobin while the group was all there uh, about um, his blood. So you're muted. What's up? No, 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 no. You keep talking. I okay. muted specifically because I need to say things out loud. Okay. <laughs> Just sharing. Okay. Um, so uh, I'm going to relay all this information to the group. Um while actively pulling out my syringes as an option. Not going to start stabbing people yet, but as an option. Okay. Appreciate so, the yet. <laughs> our options are, give this statue my blood, uh, because I might be related to it, or maybe stuff that's worth stuff to us. Um, can I... I want to cast detect magic and look for any uh, thing in these piles and whatnot that look magical. See if anything, or I'll, if anything, like, sticks out magically. 
No, I don't think anything would stick up magically to and you uh, within the, the piles of the items. What about, like, in the room in general? In the room in general, the paint is paint. Uh, the stone wall... The face is magical. The face seems to have some form of spell on it beyond your understanding. Uh, but it seems to have some sort of spell on it, but beyond that, you're unsure. If um, I were to date this statue, would it help Yonatan like, pinpoint more where the face comes from? Do you say that one more time if you were to what? If I were to date how old the statue is, would it help Yonatan remember more? <sighs> so, with that question, I'm going to respond without any rules. I'm just going to state facts that your party already knows. Uh, the spires are direct ley lines to the Everdark. The Everdark seems to be the almost hierarchical father figure to a lot of the dark entities of uh, the Boundless Shores. And Yonatan has been the only person to have direct contact or experience with the Everdark. Oh my god. Okay, so Yonatan knows who it is. <laughs> uh, is it... I'm going to... I'm going to reflect on my past memories and see if I can reflect on any experiences with the Everdark and to see if I can find a face and then compare it to the stone face. So, how in tune do you think Yonatan is with nature right now? Um, I feel like Yonatan is as balanced to nature as he has been since the uh, events of Paylor's Tear. What about before? Do you think he's become stronger in his power and in his confidence with the power of Eris? Definitely. Or do you think he's just the same? De I definitely think he's grown and learned a lot. Um, so, in what particular memory do you focus on? There, there, There's a few that you might mention, but there's a few still dark spots in your memory that you're unsure of the actual events that take place. I'll leave that with what you will. What memory do you focus on as you stand before the face? I am going to focus on... The memory I'm going to focus on is when I was... 
when I was casting uh, the divin, when I was trying to use divination uh, with the um, with the old scryer lady, mm. uh, and when the Everdark uh, interfered. And my body went numb, if I remember correctly. You, as you focus there, piecing all the dots uh, together, finally understanding who this is, you begin to enter the dark corners of your mind. As you remember that orb of scrying, as you peered into it and see undead bear peer back at you, you see within this orb almost, almost like a memory, but also like a flashback. This seems it, it's way more in depth for you to understand what you're experiencing right now. But as you watch within this orb, through the mind's mind of your past self peering into the orb, seeing the bear. You see the bear, and in his eyes, you peer even further as you gain a deeper understanding. As you see green flames uh, fickle up around you as you feel yourself grow younger. You and your young self, your young, scared, de desperate self during the events of Palerist here, staring down your best friend. As you scream, leave me alone as the wood er erupt in green, emerald green fire. You see, instead from your own eyes, you see a bird's eye view. You see, uh, I apologize, your friend's name. Uh, Arceal. You see Arceal twirl back and fumble into the leaves around as they scatter up around his body. He stumbles back and leans up against a tree, seeing the green fire lap towards him, almost like snakes towards a rat. He gracefully casts Create Water and dissipates them disappears into the wood. As the vision fades, as the crystal ball fades from your sight, you see the stone face as the jaw unhinge. Where I need to go pee, so we'll be right back. <laughs> As the the jaws of the stone face unclench, revealing the doorway into the next room, you see the descending staircases. Uh, the the descending staircase descending uh, between the maw of the the stone cut square teeth. As uh, first up, you, uh, Yonatan, you face the stone 
uh, most recently, I would assume you would lead the charge as soon uh, as well as uh, looking for traps. Yeah. I would ask you, which moment do you start looking for traps? Um, immediately, bef- I would look for traps first. First. Um, what's better, investigation or listen for you? Or search or listen? I do believe that it is it is search search is better it is search go ahead and roll me search then okay okay that's a 26 as you uh first like taking a moment to uh uh purvey your surroundings you hear a small whirring of a gear. Load something in position. Zoo identify where the sounds come from. It sounds from a device each behind each of the teeth. As you feel something within the teeth begin to load action and uh, await uh, can I guesstimate where the base of the mouth is? In... The, base of, the base of the mouth uh, to you is to the floor, but the teeth itself stands about probably a half a foot off the ground. So from the base of the floor to like half a meter? Uh, to where are you measuring to? The top of the mouth? Yeah, from the bottom to the top of the mouth. It's probably about, uh, yeah, I'd say about a meter and a half, maybe. A meter, a meter and a half. That's, uh, five meters. That's, that's five feet. Okay. Um. Sorry, I'd just take a minute there. It's about five feet, probably closer to six feet. If all, if only I had a thing. Caught from the rope tree called fucking evasion. Um, I am going to uh, roll uh, back away from the mouth, like towards like the other side of the room. You're going to back up a little bit to, what, the opposite side of the room, or just away from the mouth? Away from the mouth. Like, I want to be, like, so, like, if Jonathan's thinking, like, it's arrows or something, and he's assuming the arrows or the whatever's going to be coming is going to be coming straight to him from the mouth, so I want to roll to the side. Okay. You just uh, took off to the side a little bit. Nothing seems to activate so far. As you heard the, the gears whirring and clicking into into action. You, ha- you haven't uh, seen anything trigger yet. Um, as you duck off towards the side. Jonathan, what are you doing? 
I heard something. I heard like a gear or something, or Ooh. multiple gears like clicking into place at the base of the mouth, like in the mouth. And you didn't like the clicking? I did not like it one bit. Okay. I wander over to the part of the room that has the assorted uh, uh, wares and try to find my a number of silks and uh, throws and uh, other tapestries and such. As you gather your, yourself, you see uh, linens of purple, red, and blue. Rare colors, expensive colors that you've rarely seen. You collect uh, a good bundle. Lovely. Okay, this is going to be a lesson to each of you. So, the rule of clockworks is that the gears need to sit inside of each other. The second rule of clockwork is never get it jammed. Start tying off knots inside of the uh, inside of the fabrics and silks, and water over towards the teeth. So, where did you say that there was all of these uh, clicks that you didn't like? It's like it's in the mouth. Oh, neat. Start yeah. jamming each of the of each of the gears with the fabrics that we found. Um, there's about uh, as you go and try to identify. There's about uh, twenty twenty different gears for each teeth. So there's ten and ten below and ten above. Of uh, uh, you see as you uh, kind of delicately look. Uh, could you just give me a search check? Uh, just let me know if it's above 10. That's just to make sure you're not stupid enough to uh, walk into the clutches of it. Which I'm sure you're not. Uh, that's a 21 in total. That is definitely above a 10. So you see almost like small whoever's eating chips mute. Uh, uh, you see behind each of the stone cut teeth there are small almost crossbows that are uh, lined with a, uh, a lime green liquid uh, each of the bolt is lined with a lime green liquid aiming towards the entrance of the mouth yeah. As uh, just roll me uh, a use rope check, uh, DC eighteen to be able to tie enough knots and to, to be have enough ends to uh, stuff each of the contraptions. Whew. Okay, roll the fifteen, so twenty. Twenty. Yeah, you uh, tie knots and stuff each of the the loose ends into the contraptions. And you, uh, in your mind, cautiously, but then you're like, no, wait, I need to perform. And just confidently stick your arm out within the clutches of the maw of the, the stone face. As you hear as each of the gears begin to clench up with the fabric and catch before they can launch their darts. As you <sighs> before uh, you can announce to your party that it is safe to cross. 
You know what really grinds my gears? Poison <laughs> darts. <laughs> well, that certainly wouldn't have been pleasant as I kind of like look at the, the stuffed gears. You sure it's safe now? I go ahead and step forward and clumsily dance around in front of it, doing a little waltz. Good enough for me. Shall we? Let's go. And a volley of 20, no less. I'm going to go down the staircase and checking for... Go down the staircase and then check for traps. A search check. Yeah. That was Okay, uh, 26. 26. The stairway is clear as you descend into uh, the next room. As you descend into the next room, it's once again a room with no exit. Uh, you see uh, to the left of you is a statue of a fallen angel. The, uh, a large stone cloak shaded over the face with its uh, right arm extended as if it were holding something. And nothing else seems to be within this room except for a mirror on wheels that's uh, faced away from the statue. For context, fallen angel, does that mean that the uh, statue itself is toppled over or that the angel itself no is it seems to be an angel of death of sorts a a uh, negative spirit uh an evil a uh, once good now evil entity all right this better not be what could i do a religion check a religion check go for it uh 14. Fourteen. How much do you know about the lore of the Everdark? Probably not much. Whatever my draconic knowledge would give me. Um. So. Have you researched anything beyond your draconic knowledge of the Everdark? Have you ever looked into its lore and into its power? Um, I think at this point, I haven't had the time with working with Kay and then being brought on this. Because up until now, I haven't heard much of until after dark. As as much research as you put into the land around you, this this statue sets sets you uneasy. It's something dark. You understand it's something dark, but you can't. 
place what it is or where it came from. It seems, uh, uh, roll me a knowledge architecture. Uh, 28. 28. This statue is, uh, you've, you, before entering this, uh, spire, you have been told that this spire has existed probably before civilization as you know it. So therefore, looking at the, the cave walls and then looking at the stone of this statue, this is eons earlier. This is older than something that you've been told that's been here before time has been counted. I continue to look at the scout statue and think out loud. This is older than anything recorded. Man, I'm like, I know I'm old. Is the mirror I'm... facing the statue? The mirror is facing away from the statue. I know I'm old, but that thing compared to me is like Jurassically old. What's Jurassic? <laughs> um, can I investigate the mirror? Yeah. Um, it's on wheels or? Yeah, it's, it's just on wheels. What's, uh... Is it straight up mirror? Is it in some sort of frame? What is it, uh... What does it look like? Tell it's it's a mirror within a frame, yeah. What's the frame look like? Um, almost, uh, coffin-shaped, but big enough for a humanoid to step within it. I'm gonna touch the mirror. The mirror is solid. Well, uh, what are you guys thinking? Saying that's a really present, old statue? Present the mirror to the statue? That's what I'm thinking. I'm gonna... Is it... Can I move it easily myself? Like, since it's on real? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's easily moved within uh, by yourself. Any objections? Um. Hey Beckett. Yeah. Um. What do you think about getting that necklace of protection from evil near to that statue thing near to the angel? Oh yeah, I never took that off. Does that do anything while I'm in there, since I'm still wearing it by accident? It hasn't been uh, reacting as if it were doing anything so far. Okay. Um, I will take it off, and I'll walk it over to the other channel. I was going to toss it, but I'll walk it over. 
Thanks. No problem. I am going to walk up to the stat to the angel and just put the protection of evil, put it near the angel. Roll me a reflex. Oh, for fuck's sake. Why does that? I've got a question. Since the the statue seems older than anything, there wouldn't I wouldn't even know the symbolism of an angel of death. I assume. No. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Not with your history check, though. No. Thirty twenty. Uh, what did I ask you for a roll? Reflex. reflex. Oh, reflex. Thirty twenty. Uh, you place this uh beaded uh necklace around this uh dark angel. As you place it around the the small gemstones begin to quake and. That's not explode as the the necklace explodes into shrapnel as you duck below the the, the statue not, to not get hit by any. That's anything. not what I meant. I didn't want to put it on the. Oh, you did. I wanted put to it, put it near it. Oh, near it. Near it. I thought you said you put it. it on it. I apologize. I thought you laid it on upon the statue. No. You didn't hear anything. You put it near it and... I don't know. I think is uh, if you put it within its presence, this is a dark enough statue, I think it will explode. Regardless of if you put it on it or near it, I think as soon as you hold it near it, it begins to shrivel in your hand and explode into shrapnel as you duck below it. I'm gonna kind of like snap my head over, seeing like, cause I was messing with the mirror. What? Was that protection necklace? Yep. Oh, jeez. Was. Um. So. Well, if this goes poorly, nice knowing you guys, but I don't see what else to do, and I don't see how it could go that wrong. I'm gonna turn the mirror to face the statue. Um, just turn it where it is, uh, when it face. Uh, that's how I'm gonna start, yeah. Okay, nothing immediately happens. Okay. Uh, as, uh, those around you, uh, near it, you look into, uh, the reflection of the mirror and see the statue, uh, in the reflection. I want to move the statue towards the stat- uh, to- or move the mirror towards the statue- so that the hand in the mirror is touching the hand in the of the statue. We might want to spread out in case this goes badly. Yeah, this is, me. This is my idea. So, like, you know, just put the mirror up to the hand that's reaching out. Uh, they collide as nothing seems to happen. Um... Okay, I'm gonna now cast... I'm, gonna, I'm gonna touch the mirror again. Uh, it's still solid. Okay. Can I cast detect magic? Just to this, this is in character. What yeah. if you show it's its face? What if you 
say it again? What if you make it see its face? Like, angle it to its face. Um, oh, yeah, because it's looking down, right? I believe so. Like, can can it see its, can it see its face, Wes, or is it, like, angled down so that it's, like, looking at the ground? If you if you pulled the mirror back off its wheels a little bit, you could angle it towards its face. Okay, so it is looking down. That, yeah, that's. Yeah, I I'm gonna uh, kind of like stick my foot behind the wheel so that I can uh, act it as like a lever and kind of. Yeah. So me. you uh, begin to angle it and measure it as you look towards the statue. It seemingly completely uh, black and opaque underneath the hood. But if you would look into the mirror, you see uh, a calm uh, woman's face reflected from below the the uh, below the hood. As you see, in one eye is completely made of stone. The other is made of stone except for the iris, which seems to be almost like water reflecting something. And out of the bottom right uh, left corner of her eye you see a small circular glowing thing reflecting from her eye um which eye is it her left eye okay um so when i look at it it just kind of looks dark and opaque but if so if I kind of use the mirror to, can I kind of like use the mirror to reach under the hood and try and grab the glowing thing, like from the actual thing? But since I can't see it when I actually look at the statue using the mirror, it's not from the mirror. It's it's not from the statue. It seems to be reflecting from the statue, as if the mirror is reflecting from the statue, reflecting from something else. Can I? Is it like? I, I, I'm not sure I quite understand. Yeah. Well, as you, uh, as, as you, Tobin probably doesn't quite understand seeing uh, nothing reflect something off of a reflection of nothing. You begin to look around and take in uh, the atmosphere of, your, of the room as a dully light orb shines from the left corner. Uh, that wouldn't that wasn't uh, revealed until you looked within the mirror. Um, if I put the if I prop the mirror back up, is it still there? Like if I, yep. I, as I, as you as you shine it and and take in the 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 surroundings surroundings ab uh, around you, you look within the mirror and see it reflection, and then look towards where it would reflect, as you see the orb. Uh, just existing as if it was always there, right? But you didn't see it beforehand. Okay. Uh, how how high how high is it? Like, is it right in like the corner of like the ceiling? It's just the in the in the bottom of the corner, just sitting in the okay, floor. I'm gonna prop the mirror back up, and then go over and retrieve the orb. You pick the orb up, and it seems to be the same size as the yeah, statue yeah, of the it. hand, <laughs> beckoning its hand out. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna... Just in case. Detect magic on the orb. 
Um, everything in this room seems magical. Mm, okay. I kind of like... Very I, strong as magic. As I use it, I kind of like blink it like because of the bright... Like almost like the brightness of the magic as if like the sun was starting to shine. It's just kind of... Oh. Yeah, I was going to do that, but I was worried that was going to happen. <laughs> um, I've got kind of... Yeah, so... This orb is here, wasn't here before. Kind of... The mirror... Kind of... I saw it reflecting in the mirror. As if it was the... Um, reflecting into the angel's eyes. And... Uh, then all of a sudden I looked around and it's just here in the corner. But it seems like it'll fit into the angel's hands. Um, are you guys ready? I don't know what's about to happen. This is clearly a pretty evil statue. No, this is going to well, end well. Well, no shit. It blew up my necklace of protection reveal. Yeah. Protection from evil. So, are you guys ready? Uh. Quick question. Uh, anyone benefit from a uh, from a deflection bonus for AC? Like to armor? Uh, anyone wearing something like rings of protection? I have a ring of protection. Yeah. What's your best bonus on it? Uh, plus one. Okay, I'm going to do better than that. I'm going to cast uh, Legion's Shield of Faith. And uh, all allies within 20-foot radius first are surrounded by magical aura that grants a deflection bonus uh, AC of 2 plus 1 per 6 levels to a maximum of uh, plus 5. So everyone gets a plus, plus 3 uh, uh, bonus to their uh, AC by deflection mod. And does it affect our already existing ones? or uh, It like, overlaps stack? anything okay. <clears throat> they... Uh, they only overlap each other. So it's if not four, it's bonus. still just three. Yes. Okay. Everyone gets three. Perfect. Unless you've got a better one. Yeah. Your better one. Yeah, sounds good. Um, I didn't realize that rings count as deflection. I just had it in my misc, but I will gladly move that over there. And make that it is a deflection for protection anyway. Three. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, thank you, Alistair. Um, I'm going to slowly walk over. I'm going to back the mirror up a little bit so that it's still um, facing the creature, but a little further back. And then once you're ready, I'll place the orb. Alright. Well, once Wes is ready. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, what was the last sentence said? You back the, uh, the mirror up to, yeah. uh, just a back, little uh, back beyond. Mm -hmm. um, still facing here, and then I'm going to. Guys, I don't know what's going to happen, so I'm just going to, like, kind of gesture to them mm -hmm. while I pull out my sword and then place the orb uh, into the angel's hand. 
So you place the orb into the angel's hand as you hear first a vibrating like does this like seem mechanical in nature or like magical in nature? No, this is arcane in nature okay. and it comes from behind you. Um in front of you, uh before you all react, in front of you you hear of the orb beginning to crack as it explodes like glass and remaining within the clutches of uh, the uh, archangel is a beating humanoid heart. Guys, this is it. Do we... Do we destroy it? Can't be that easy. With, with, uh, and still, I would... Uh, on top of the of the heart, there is still the vibrating... I behind you. That might be his heart. He, yeah, that's... A liar's greatest possession... His greatest possession. Yeah, yeah. Um, we... Um, There's K- the vibrating told us that. Yeah. But yes. This is his heart. Um, guys, can you check out what that noise is behind us? I don't want to take my eyes off this thing. Sure thing. Yep. What do you guys see? As you turn behind and look within the mirror, it no longer reflects the room that you are currently in, but reflects a vast deep cave. Uh, but as you look within this mirror, it not only shows a cave, but it's a cave at the end of a hallway. It's a small, short corridor into a vast, deep cave. Um, oh yeah, I'm not looking at it. <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling froggy. I'll jump. What's happening? Uh, we've got a situation with the mirror, and uh, it seems to be a portal. Uh, touch it. <laughs> See if it's solid. Every time I tried to touch it, it was solid, but... I'll approach with ha- uh, harpoon out. You approach with your harpoon, and you... Do you probe it with your harpoon? Yep. <laughs> The harpoon seems to pass through as if nothing were there. Is it a portal? Yep, this uh, this is definitely a, uh, a... It's now an aperture of some kind. Um, so what do we do about this heart? We came for a heart, didn't we? Yeah. Should I try and destroy it or try and grab it or... Take it with us. We can destroy it as we need to later, or we can figure it out as we go. All right, we're gonna see. I'm gonna try and uh, Beckett, your doctor. Do you have some sort of gloves? As I kind of look at this ooey like human heart. Um, I don't have gloves, but I have towels, and I'll toss him a towel. And then I'm gonna gra- try and grab the heart from the angel's hand. Uh, you take the heart from the angel's hand. Is the portal still open? 
It is. Shall we? As it as it convulses uh, within your palm, as a, as a just a, a weird out of body experienced living organism within your hand, as it convulses and vibrates, as it aligns with yours. All right. Let's uh, step through this portal. Is this a so it's a corridor that leads to a cave? Is the corridor reminiscent of like the walls and stuff we've seen so far in this building, or is it? It like a, is. Okay. But beyond that, the the cave uh, looks alike um, the the cave room that you've experienced, but it seems closer to the surface. Okay. Uh, all right, let's do it. Um, I have the heart currently. I don't know what's through here. Uh, let's say I go in the middle, just so everybody's kind of around me to protect it if need be. All right. Sounds good. Who's taking point? I guess it'll be me. I'm going to stay close to Tobin in case something goes wrong with the heart. Alright. Uh, we all going into the portal? Yep. yep. Alright. Well, here goes something as I'm going to go into the portal. As you all pass, as you all pass into the portal, uh, your bodies are met with a cold shiver as goosebumps form on your body as, as the the climate temperature is a lot colder, probably almost alike being uh, outside the spire than within. Okay. As if you're uh, closer to uh, outside the spire than you were before. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, you pass through the mirror as you see it, the a solitary mirror on wheels just resting. So you all pass through almost like a doorway into this uh, cold, vast cave. Uh, around you is sharp, jagged rocks forming like different... Uh, uh, hiding places and, and uh, obscure locations uh, as a familiar voice echoes throughout the cave. My lord, the Ade Naul approach. What's the... Whose voice is it? As you uh, peer around the jagged rocks towards uh, the creation of the voice... In the center of the dark cave, you see a humanoid creature stand hooded before a, a skeleton of a three-headed dragon. This skinny humanoid is dressed in a dark black cloak, with a long, shaggy beard, and dark circles around his eyes. Uh, mysteriously, after a few weeks of disappearing, you see the pale faced of Amarath, standing before this skeleton 
Revelation of the Three-Headed Dragon. Something glowing and small clutched in his right hand. Yep, that's definitely dragon blood. Does Amarath recognize us? Oh, he, as much as he 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 announced his uh, your presence uh, to seemingly nothing, he doesn't seem to be looking at you currently. Guys, is that what I think it is in his right hand? Yeah. Can I sense motive to see if he's under the influence of something? Uh, go ahead. Oh. Thirteen. Um. He seems to probably be befallen from his own madness and desperation. Um, you could hear him, but Owen also said he wanted to roll a sense motive. Uh, what are you looking for, Owen? That's a nat 20. What are you looking for? Um, looking for any... Sign of um... is your um, camera account muted? Yeah, it is. Can you hold the mic a little bit closer to Owen? Thank you. I'm gonna look for uh, any. Um... What's the word? Abnormalities? Yeah, abnormalities from what I know of Amaran. Yeah, with your net 20? Um, he seems within his own mind. Uh, him... Uh, 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 professing my lord. You see that he seems that he's showing his now true colors. Okay. As uh, he looks to the small glowing thing within his palm and presses it towards the dragon skeleton. You all hear a uh, uh, an eerie sizzling sound as you look towards a three-headed skeleton. As you see muscle and meat and veins and black scales begin to grow on this three-headed dragon. As you see the skeleton begin to twitch. And almost try to stand as the muscle seems to grow 
around its bones and clutched the earth with beneath it. As you see it take almost its first breath as it it lets out a hideous laughter and cough combination as a chorus of hideous laughter erupts from the three heads. Today is the beginning of the end of time as we know it. <laughs> it cocks its head towards the now tiny being before the gargantuan black dragon form of Zodak the Destroyer. You see Amrath tuck into a bow. This is my liege, Cavallus the Deceiver, son of the Creator, sends the regards of an old friend. He asks you to rid the world of the, of the vermin known as the Ade Nawul, and to come with me for a meeting of friends and allies. The gargantuan form of the revived Zodak takes a breath and looks as you guys peer and almost gape to, to hide away from his, his gaze you feel as if you know how you, you remember in Lord of the Rings when the Eye of Sauron uh, looked at Frodo it's exactly how all of you feel as you feel Zodak's eyes stare through the stones into your souls. As he take, he inhales a deep breath. And exhales a deep, black, almost smoke-like substance that fills the entire vast cave within an instant. Um... Okay, is anyone's health points above 70? Can you roll me? Mine should be, hold on. I'm just going to make sure. Yeah. All right, anybody above 70, raise your hand. Um, just quick check. Did we long rest back at our uh, Max health. Max health? Okay, yes. Yes, you did, and max health. <laughs> I was checking. Uh, so each of you roll me a fortitude. Let me know if it's above a twenty-four. Yes. Thank you, fighter. For Those of you who have more than uh, seventy hit points. Uh, I got above twenty-four. Thank you, fighter. Above a twenty-four. Being very high. Yeah, I got a twenty-six. I'm at 23. Ah, oh, shit. 29. My, my dice screw me over again and tease me. I got 14. Let me give him my inspiration point. <laughs> Do it. I, Try I again, Liam. Try again, Liam. Uh, 
It can't get worse. Okay, how about 28? Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> that works. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, anybody who failed or has below 70 hit points or automatically unconscious. Fuck. Damn it. Those of you above and didn't pass your fortitude check are unconscious. Those of you above 70 and did pass your fortitude, you are left at one hit point. As you inhale the toxic black smoke, as you feel... Yeah, go for it. Peter fails and is unconscious. Yeah. As you feel your strength and almost body mass leaving you, as you feel like a husk of your own self, as you almost like falling to your knees, attempting to claw your way back to standing, those of you still standing. As the gargantuan form of Zodak <sighs> flaps his four wings, looks to the sky and to the exit, and begins to fly. Now they shall pay. As he flies. <sighs> up towards the exit. Amarath, cocking his head and, uh, and hitting you all with a sadistic, uh, apathetic smile, cocks his head and vanishes. As those of you still conscious left defenseless within this cave. We still have, what, 15 minutes of playtime. Yeah. How do we proceed? Um, I'm gonna do my best to gather my strength and um, attempt to pull my unconscious comrades out of the um, out of this smoke towards the open air. I am going to Lift like, sorry, Peter up. Liam's awake. Nate, give me verbal response. I don't. I don't. Hold on. Yeah. Verbal response. We can see everyone. Yeah, I'm awake. Uh, I'm not awake. Okay. Liam, oh, on, if you're if you're not awake, don't speak. Okay. Cool. Knees. <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, knees being smaller than everybody, I'm gonna kind of wander over to him. I'm gonna pass him the heart. I'm like. <laughs> Keep an eye on this. Uh, and then I take it and put it in my satchel. And I'm gonna be like, or Golan, I need, I, I'm gonna need your help. We gotta get them out of here. <laughs> As I'm like coughing and like feeling weak and uh, attempt to drag um, our friends. Uh, like, because um, Nate has Peter, I'm gonna try to grab um, some of my other friends and pull them out. I'm gonna see if I can pick up Amari. Amrath is gone. Amrath is gone. Alistair. Yeah, I don't know if we're strong enough to pick people up, so I'm going to attempt to like just drag him out of the smoke. 
Like I will say for the sake of time and role-playing, you all successfully drag your comrades into a safe space out of... Uh, a, out of the elements of the outside the cave, but B, out of the elements within the cave. So you guys are at the mouth of the cave, all recovered at one hit point each. So that you all are now conscious and aware of everything that happened. And uh, as much as you aren't able to proceed, you are able to come up with a game plan of what's next. What's happening next? I'm gonna scramble around in my bag and just be like, um, we had a stone that went to K, right? Yeah. Yes. I'm just gonna scramble around in my bag, like, falling to my knees, like, from, like, the effort of pulling all my friends out and trying to stay conscious after all this. Yeah, and pull it out, and, like, scurry through my bag and pull it out and be like, K, 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 and, like, like, very, like, frantic. Yeah, hello. What can I do for you? Please tell me the thing you weren't uh, afraid of. Uh, tell me, tell me what it was you were afraid that the tear was going to revive him right now. It was is? Uh, are we talking hypothetical or? No, we're talking. Uh, we just saw a huge black dragon come back to life from the tear. <laughs> Zodak. You saw Zodak. The destroyer, the most powerful with all of all dragons. <laughs> Chief General of the Everdark, you saw the three headed black scaled dragon. I'm not gonna confuse him with the the one headed Tyrael. Are you motherfuckers? <laughs> I don't have a. I have an option. It's a bad option. I have an option. Go to the Blood Moon Inn. Say the words pineapple. Fuck you, pineapple. <laughs> I'm gonna be like scared. Like me never hurting of a pineapple since we're in the, the boundless shores. I'm gonna like try to pull out a pen and write. Pine, like trying to sound it. P i n e a p p l e. Pineapple. Fuck you, pineapple. Okay. Um. Pines don't grow apples; they grow pine cones. I don't know what he's on about, but we don't have a lot of other options now. We'll get there as soon as we can. We're a little beat up. It. It. The. I don't even know what it was, but it, it it hurt. I don't even know what to do next. Uh, you guys have a game plan. Uh, save your friend. Save my boys. Come back so we can deal with Zodak. Deal? Yes, sir. He knocked and out my boy. Whatever the repercussions are, uh, I guess we'll fucking deal with. No one has any uh, friends in Palo, right? I mean, we talked no. to him briefly, but I don't know if he can really help us much. All right, Palos, that's what Who I mean. Oh, friends in Palos. Um, Palos, Palos the town. My apologies, I'm retarded. Uh, what about the the guy who runs Hatchco? He's there sometimes. Isn't he? uh, Are we friends with him? Yeah, he helps us out. Okay. Um, the silent. 
Silas. Yeah, that's it. No, fuck him. You're going to see his boss. He's... I thought we were going to the Blood Moon Inn. Blood Moon Inn. Pineapple, <laughs> fuck you, pineapple. I'll talk to you soon. And the ti and the the stone goes blank. I don't know why he was asking about friends and Palos. <laughs> um, isn't that girl also? Is that girl in Palos? Or she? No, she's in the capital, isn't she? No, she's absolutely in Palos. Are we near Palos? Mm, kind of. Let's get. I'm gonna get out my map and just lay it out flat. Uh, you're three days from Palos. Uh, but how many days are we from the Blood Moon Inn? Is it kind of like on the way at all? Uh, Palos is kind of out of your way. From where you are, one, two, three, or one, two, three and a half days, and then uh, it's actually both three and a half days to travel to either location. It would be an extra half a day to travel to the next location. Uh, we don't have, like, a sending stone to talk to her, right? I don't think she gave us one. Uh, Vidal, no. Okay. Sorry, you're not supposed to know her name yet. Yeah. The, the Holy, Holy Lorekeeper? Uh-huh. Flip it! I didn't hear, I didn't, I didn't hear anything. That's okay. Uh, Kay Loki already said her name, and that was intentional. But that was more of a nickname. Question. Where Answer. We are all at one health, correct? All of you. Cool. Are we in a somewhat safe location? Yeah, I like you are in a safe location. Cool. While they're all doing stuff with the K and the Thunder Stone, I'm going to pull up my alchemy kit, and then all of the health potions I have in my bag, which is five regular health potions and one mini, and then I'm just going to start making a shit ton of health potions as much as I can. Basically you have a enough stone. for us to get by. Oh yeah, <laughs> you use that. Oh, we'll yeah. use the other stuff because it's gonna take a while for you to argue. Yeah, you I come know. with me while I start making potions. I'm like dragging Alistair over to my potions. Stuff. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but uh, I'm just gonna use this for a couple of seconds first. Agu, 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 agu. All okay. right, I'm I'm at least less painful to move. Here, you know what? He mentioned you take round. He mentioned friends in Palos, but he said, screw that, just go see Mr. or oh, or go to the Blood Moon Inn, so I guess we'll just head there. Let's, uh, I'm gonna go to the mouth of the cave and just kind of, like, look where we are. Or, like, do I see the spire or any, like, like, what, what do I see? Uh, you see, uh, the snow-capped, uh, ridges of the Cerberus Hill. So you are near kind of where you were earlier, but, uh, a little bit ways away from the spire. Um, because I think our best bet's to get to back to Safiri, and he might be able to help us. Cause I'm you guys still have the, the Waystone back to Safiri's camp, by the way. Oh, cool. So, uh, hopefully so you guys can have the direct line back to there. That's a, there no requires no rules. Yeah, we'll probably head back there then after we're all kind of like settled. I can a pick bit up my alchemy stuff. But without, I guess while she is making the um, alchemy spells and stuff, maybe we'll just take like a short rest. Yeah, 
Guys, take a short rest as uh, uh, Alistair agu agu agus mm-hmm. a few time, and then as Beckett drags him over towards her uh, alchemy setup. You guys watching as the potion bubble as your peripherals start to fade a little bit. Wait, I'm making them high. Uh, no, just as as you're waiting, this is just, it seems just to be the normal normal spell potion that you're you're used to creating as you're you're watching the bubbles waiting for it to boil. Mm-hmm. As your peripheral vision starts to fade a little bit, as you're now focusing completely on the bubbles. As your peripheral vision comes to into a circular white temple surrounded by opaque, dusty smoke. You find yourself back in the poison's workshop, (laughs) along with Alistair, as you take in your surroundings, seeing the poison within, uh, you see his body within his leathery, uh, outfit and his his hands and his face taking the form of a of a yellow ghastly smoke and his face taking the face uh, taking the form of a of a ghastly form of like a World War One uh, <laughs> gas mask. Yep. Friend of yours. <sighs> Pardon me. What's your definition of a friend? <laughs> As you and Alistair are met with uh, this possibly friend of yours, uh, injured and within uh, one of the cave fronts of Cerberus Hills, with the newly revived Zodak the Destroyer, we find the Adainawul out of options and out of time. Join us next week as we discover what's next and what the Adai Naul do in return to these shock, shocking uh, things. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Uh, our links are in the description. Go check them out. And with that, Nate has something to say. I have a great time. Peace out.